Hello and welcome to The Shana Show. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and mindset coach. I'm on a mission to help you live a nourished life on every single level. This podcast dives into the world of holistic health and personal development. Here, I combine practical knowledge and tools with the science of behavior change to help you embody your best self. It's my aim that this podcast inspires you and provides you with the resources to live the life of your dreams. So if you're ready to become your happiest and healthiest self, you are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. This episode of the podcast is coming to you from inside my free 10-day challenge, New Year Nourished You, which is helping you set a solid foundation to have your healthiest and happiest 2024. Throughout these 10 days, we are going through the ingredients for a nourished life, which are the 10 pillars that I believe are so important for a life of holistic health. And each day we will be diving into one of these ingredients, one of these core pillars, and I'll be shedding insight and perspectives onto how you can optimize this part of your life. So to join us inside this challenge, which I highly recommend doing, please sign up via the link in the show notes. When you do sign up, you'll be part of the free challenge. You'll receive the worksheet that we're working through called the Wheel of Health, which helps you assess where you currently are in each of these areas and which ones need your focus and attention in 2024. You'll also be in the running to win exclusive prizes and giveaways by interacting and being signed up for the challenge. And you'll be a part of a community of like-minded people. There are such beautiful people inside and I'm so grateful for those that I'm sharing this with. If you sign up within the 10 days as well, you'll also have the opportunity to join us live on the morning calls each morning at 7am Melbourne time. Um, And I look forward to to seeing you inside. You'll find that link in the show notes. Enjoy the episode. Good morning and welcome to today's New Year Nourished You, which is all about having a healthy home and how our environment really sets us up for success or can be a little bit like detrimental or not supportive when it comes to our healthy habits and our health in general. So one kind of like analogy or metaphor I like to use is when we think of plants. So I've got these beautiful, healthy plants behind me and they're healthy because they're getting lots of light. They're getting, they've got good soil. They're in good soil, right? They're getting um, watered regularly, occasionally fertilized, probably not as much as I should, but (laughs) you get where I'm going with this. It's like they're in a good environment. They're in a healthy environment. If these plants had like no soil in their pots, I wasn't watering them. They're in a dark room. They're not going to thrive. The environment isn't setting them up to live and thrive and continue to grow. And the same goes for us, right? And the environment that we're in can have a big impact on how we feel and how we go when it comes to sticking to healthy habits. And when it comes to habit creation and habit optimization, utilizing our environment and our home around us can be really supportive in promoting these healthy behaviors. So when it comes to having a healthy home, one of the simple things we can do is just have like a nice environment. And this is all going to vary based on where you live, but something that feels nice for you. If you can let in some natural light, if you can let in some fresh air every now and then, Um, and open those windows. If you can have some plants and greenery and other life forms around you so that they're helping to filter the air for you so you're getting really good air quality in your home or you can have things like air filters. We spoke the other day about water filters and I believe I've got a question to answer from you, Narelle, as well. I just saw I missed that thread um, about which water filter. So I'll go in and comment today. 
Um, so it's like little things like this around the house that are helping to optimize our health can be really supportive. So when it comes to filters and on this topic, I even have like a shower filter and all of these are just kind of like extra bonuses. We don't need every single different type of filter and all the things. It's kind of like once we've nailed the basics, once we are drinking the filtered water, that's the most important one. And then a shower filter is a bonus. A bath filter is just a bonus. Um, same with the air filters. If you don't want to get air filters, you can utilize things like plants or just like have your windows open to let some fresh air in and um, let the stagnant air out. So little things like this, really making that home almost like a little sanctuary. When I first moved into this place, I chose to really be intentional and be like, okay, I want to feel like I'm at like a wellness retreat every day or a day spa every day. So getting the diffusers and having things like um, beautiful plants and crystals and nice things around the home that really feel like a calming, soothing, supportive environment. So just taking a look and like where in your home, maybe is there lots of clutter? Where does that clutter need to be tidied up a little bit? Because I always say, and you've probably heard this before as well, um, a cluttered mind, sorry, a cluttered life leads to a cluttered mind because you might notice a bit of like a mirroring when you're feeling really stressed and overwhelmed internally, that can be reflected externally to you. And like, maybe you're being a little bit messier than you normally would. So just noticing it's like, okay, is my environment a bit cluttered or messy? Am I feeling a bit cluttered, messy, overwhelmed in my mind too? And how can I utilize each other to support the other one. So how can I clean up my surroundings to feel more like calm and at peace and like, oh, everything's nice and tidy and orderly and this feels good. Um, and same with the internal, right? We want to do like a little internal declutter too, if we do have a lot on our mind. And this is where things like doing brain dumps can be really helpful. Just getting a piece of paper out and literally just dumping everything on that piece of paper. This is a practice I do regularly, at least weekly when I'm doing my weekly planning session. And it helps so much because we just kind of like open up so many tabs in our mind and we don't often go in and close them, right? Like our computer browser, we've got these internet browsers and we've got all these tabs open and every so often our computer gets really slow and we're like, all right, I've got to go close some tabs. So we have to do it. We're forced to do it when it comes to a computer, but with ourselves, sometimes we forget. And you'll notice that just like that computer browser gets slow and you're like, oh, why is this taking so long? When we have a million tabs open in our mind, we also can't focus or think as clearly because there's just so much going on in there and we feel tired or more fatigued. So similar sort of thing. So really taking a look at that like internal environment and external environment and making sure that there's like um, orderliness and in a way that feels good for you. Some people like lots of little, like I've got lots of little knickknacks. Some people might think that's cluttered and be like, no, nah, I need just bare surfaces, more minimal, maybe just one or two things and finding what works for you and what feels good for you and what feels most like calming, inviting, all of that. Cause this is your sanctuary, your home. So no one else can tell you what that is. And that's the whole theme of this whole 10 days as well, right? Like finding what works for you and same goes with having your healthy home. Yes, there's little hacks like having these different types of filters or um, some that I'll get into specific to habit creation, but just starting to think about, okay, how do I feel when I walk into my home? Do I keep blinds shut and it feels a bit dark and um, could I open those blinds up more and more often and lighten up the place or maybe the place is just a little bit darker because of where the windows are can I get some really nice like lamps and lighting that are going to help me feel like really nurtured and nourished when I walk into my home now when it comes to environment something 
that we also want to address is what we keep in our environment. So the things that are going to support the healthy habits are the things we'd love to keep within the environment, right? Whereas things that are going to be unsupportive, we can either keep somewhere where they're harder to access or we don't always see. Because remembering, I think I've mentioned it one of the other days, when it comes to habit creation and initiating a behavior, there's usually some sort of a trigger or a cue. So we see something and then it leads to the behavior of doing the thing. So maybe it is having, um, maybe you've got cookies on an eye level shelf in your pantry. And you notice every time you open your pantry, you see the cookies, you think of the cookies, therefore you want the cookies. Um, and remember real food most of the time doesn't mean you can't eat cookies and <laughs> just saying like noticing what you're seeing more often. So if you're always seeing those cookies and every time you open the pantry, which might be multiple times a day, your body's like, Oh, I want those cookies. Like yum. You're thinking of them. It might initiate that behavior to eat the cookies and eat them more than you might want to when it comes to nourishing your body with real food most of the time. So just noticing like the placement of different things as well. So when it comes to the foods that you really want to nourish your body with these real foods, keeping all those at eye level and then keeping the other foods somewhere a little bit lower, somewhere where you don't necessarily think about them multiple times a day. So that way, when you actually genuinely want them and you're craving them and it's like something that's a true desire, not just because you've seen them, then you can choose to eat them and you'll enjoy them more. So noticing where you keep things. So when it comes to your pantry and your fridge, optimizing that so that you're keeping those things that you're eating most often at that eye level and where they're really easily accessible. It's like you open up that fridge or your pantry and you're like, oh, I see some nuts. Great. This is perfect for the snack that I was just looking for. Or, oh, perfect. All of my stuff for my breakfast is right here. So when I just open that cupboard in the morning, it's really easy to just pull that out and assemble that. Um, same with main meals, whatever it is, just optimizing the placement of things and really being intentional with the things you want to utilize more, having those in those eyesight places or the easy access places, because the easier it is to do something, the more likely we are to do it. Whereas if we've got, let's say we're making ourselves a nice, um, overnight oats for breakfast the next morning and it's nighttime and we're going out there and we realize our oats and our seeds and our things are all behind a bunch of other things. It's like, that's more effort. That's another barrier to entry. And we lack what's easy. We lack what's convenient. So making sure easy to access, um, that will just take away the barrier of entry. And it's like, okay, now, uh, yeah, of course I'm going to make it. They're just right here. It's really easy. I've got my spoons here, got the bowl that I normally use here. I don't have to go searching up in high cupboards or get a step ladder out to get anything. Just really like noticing where you're placing things. And that's just food as the example. There's also things like with movement. This one's a common one where it's like, okay, where can we place our workout mat or our active wear to initiate that behavior? So maybe you do your workouts in your lounge room and you do them online, or maybe you do them outside and you just keep your runners near the door, door. <laughs> but just noticing like putting things in places where it initiates that behavior. Um, and again, this is like finding that balance between having things lying around that cue the behavior and also having the like nice decluttered space that helps your nervous system feel more relaxed. So back to the food kind of examples, even having like a fruit bowl on your bench can be a really beautiful thing because that's encouraging you to eat the fruit, right? So when you go into the, into the kitchen to look for a snack, one of the first things you see is going to be that fruit on the kitchen bench. So then it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. I've got some fruit here. Perfect. I'll eat that. Um, 
same with having a meal planner on the fridge. This is why I love my magnetic planner and why I designed it so that I could have my meal plan on my fridge so that every time I go into my kitchen or before I even open the fridge to see what food I've got, I see my meal plan and I say, oh, okay, that's what I planned on having for lunch today. And I'm more likely to go ahead and eat that. And it also means I'm so much more organized on the weekends because then I've planned for, okay, what am I eating on which day? Okay, I've gone and got my groceries for that perfect. Um, Maybe I've done some meal prep for that as well. Maybe half of it's already prepared for me in the fridge and I just have to go in and get it out. It reminds me. Um, And on that note, like having little parts where you can tick habits off on my planner, for example, and you can do this in any way that you choose. It reminds me, it's got the little boxes where I can like tick how much water I've had or track certain habits for the week. So just making those things kind of obvious and putting them somewhere that you see them. And if there's things that you've purposely put in places that you see them, but you've stopped seeing them because your mind's like, oh, okay, I'm not really using it. It's not important. It's become part of the furniture. Shift it up and move it around a little bit. And notice that like when you kind of like do any rearranging in your environment, you'll notice that it's different for a while until it becomes normal again. And then the mind's like, yeah, this is just how it is. I don't have to remember this or notice this anymore. We can put our energy elsewhere. So with things like, let's say you've been trying to use a magnetic planner and there's been times where I've gone through phases where I haven't used mine and then I just kind of stopped seeing it on the fridge. It's like, yeah, it's just part of the furniture. Just move it somewhere else temporarily and then eventually move it back to the fridge. But again, try and move it to somewhere where you'll still see it. Same with your water glass. Let's say you've been leaving a glass on your bench to remind you to drink um, water in the morning and maybe you haven't been utilizing it. Maybe you've been too busy and distracted and you haven't actually been using it. So that glass has just become like part of the furniture and you're not seeing it and thinking, oh, I've got to drink water anymore. Move the glass to a different spot and then it will help to kickstart that behavior trigger again. So just noticing how even yoga mat, this can be one, if you've got a yoga mat somewhere where you can actually see it, but you've it just stays there and you just haven't used it in ages and now you don't even notice that it's there anymore. So moving things around to your advantage as well and seeing how the setup of your home can also be really supportive. So some other things I want to talk about aside from behavior optimization when it comes to having a healthy home are even things like decreasing our chemical exposure and having like a home where we use natural products where we can. And this can be a slow process, right? I always recommend nailing the basics like our food, like our sleep, like our movement, um, our regulated nervous system, our hydration before we move on to these other kind of things. These other things are bonus. So when it comes to having a more low-tox home, this can be really supportive for our detoxification pathways and place less of a burden on our liver. It can also support our hormones because a lot of different chemical cleaning products and cosmetics and all of this kind of stuff can um, have endocrine-disrupting properties, which means that they can mess with our hormones ultimately. So just like slowly removing some of those harsh chemicals and moving more towards natural products. Um, And this is in all areas. So it goes for cleaning products like our laundry, dishwashing, hand soaps, all those kinds of things. But yeah, your household cleaning products, but then also the products you're putting on your skin. And I'd probably say it's more important to start with what we're putting on our skin. So like our cosmetics, our skincare, our daily moisturizers, things like this, switching those to natural before the household cleaning products would probably be recommended because they're going directly on our skin and our skin is an organ. It's our biggest organ and it's one of our barriers of protection. Um, So some of what we put on our skin does get absorbed into it. And then obviously the body has to detoxify that. Um, So the more 
natural that is, the more supportive it's going to be for our body as well. So starting to look at, okay, what's in currently in my makeup cabinet? What's currently in my laundry? And with this, I will also say discern what feels like it's going to be most supportive. Like, for example, I went through a phase of years where I completely cut out all chemicals and everything was completely natural. And then it got to a point where certain stains just weren't coming out of clothes. So I just recently, again, bought a stain remover. And there was a part of me that's like, I know this is so bad for me. But I also am like, I'm doing everything else so well. And like, we can't be perfect about it. And if we get too stressed or too pedantic about things, then that can actually be more stressful. And then we know the impacts of stress on our body are not going to be supportive for our health so discerning what feels right for you if there are certain products that you're like okay I don't want to part with this one just optimize some of them and this is kind of like that approach that I say with food like real food majority of the time we can apply that when it comes to um, products and natural products natural products majority of the time right but like that doesn't mean I'm not going to ever walk through Maya because I have to smell all the artificial perfumes and I'm I know my hormones are like, what the hell is this? So it's like just discerning and being like, okay, there's going to be times where we are exposed to certain things. Um, and even just being out in public, smelling other people's perfumes, things like that. And knowing that it's okay and our body's got it because we are supporting it and nourishing it majority of the time. And in those times where we do choose to use um, more of like a chemical-based product or if we choose to put on some perfume or whatever it is, lighter, normal handle that's full of like um the wax or what's it called paraffin um whatever it is like it's not the end of the world because when it comes to holistic health we can optimize many different things but we don't have to be perfect because even if we're just optimizing a handful of things that still means we're doing so much to support our body and our body is so so intelligent it's got the rest for us so again just kind of discerning and not getting into that headspace where we become scared of everything because that's going to be so much worse than being exposed to some chemicals here and there because it is unavoidable in this human experience um, even just like pollution in cities and things like that so just like slowly transitioning to more natural products where it feels good for you um, and there are like there's a huge spectrum when it comes to different products and different budgets and things like that like I always say to start even just something like Sukin is a great place to start because it's so accessible it's in heaps of supermarkets and chemists and pharmacies and all of that kind of stuff so that can even be a great place to start and their ingredients are mostly natural I think the only thing that they have in there is potentially fragrances um yeah, so just starting to take a look at what you're using around the house. Um, and there's heaps of awesome brands, even for cleaning products, like EcoStore is available in supermarkets. So it's really easy to access. Um, and Adobe is the other one. No, Abode. I always get Abode and Adobe confused, but Abode is the other one I used. I don't know if that one's in supermarkets, but it is in a lot of health food stores. Um, and then there's heaps of other ones as well. Like health food stores are really great places to go if you are looking for some new cleaning products or natural beauty products as well. Or there's a website for beauty products and everything related to that called Nourished Life, which has more natural stuff. Um, and the world of cosmetics and beauty products and all of that is kind of like a whole other world when it comes to reading ingredient lists and stuff. And I'm no expert in that. I just try and find the ones that appear to be the most natural and that with my understanding and there's certain apps we can also use. I'm going to try and find one of the apps that tells us um, it gives it like a rating of like a this is a natural 
ingredient and this is not a natural ingredient. So if you're curious to look up certain products, you can just pop it in the app because yeah, there's so many different ingredients in that world that I, yeah, I haven't gone to the effort of learning it. I just choose the brands that I know are the most natural um, or what like kind of apps like that, that are experts in that field do let me know. So there's that kind of side of things and that kind of approach to things as well. Um, And then there was something else I wanted to mention about Healthy Home, but I've forgotten. How's this landing so far? Let me know in the chat um, what's kind of like, yeah, sticking out to you or anything around your house that you do to optimize your healthy home. So like summarizing what I have said so far is like, it's really about how you feel in the space um, and support, like setting it up in a way that's going to support that nervous system regulation and help you feel really nurtured and held. Like this is our home. We spend a lot of time in here more than likely, at least the time that we're sleeping at night. Um, yes, Sahaj, about water filters. So I'm a big fan of water filters. And when it comes to which ones, I'll list them off here, but I'll also do a post in the group and I'll respond to Narelle's comment too. Um, so we've got the Gen 2 EcoBud is one of them. That's like a benchtop jug. They do also have like under sink ones. Um, I've got the jug at the moment, but yeah, there's different options from that particular brand. Then we've got um, Waters Co. So that's They've got jugs as well. I think they've also got like a bigger bench top kind of one that sits there that's about five or eight liters from memory. There's Zazen, which is um, a big bench top kind of filter. I think that one's about eight or 10 liters. That one's quite like big, depending on how much space that will also determine which kind of avenue and option you go. Um, and Southern Cross Pottery also has like a pottery bench top one. Um, and that one's another good one. So they're the four I generally recommend. As I mentioned, some of those also have undersink ones, um, but there would be other undersink ones that you can go for, or even just something like a Brita. That would be, I'd say, like an entry level water filter. That's a good place to start. Um, so when it comes to water filters as well, I will just mention making sure we are being consistent with the changing of the filter in the manner of time that it lists on that particular brand. So for example, mine is every three months. Um, so I set myself a a reminder in my calendar, in my task management softwares, so that when it gets to three months, I don't have to remember. It's not a tab that I've had open for three whole months where it's like, okay, must remember to change this on the 2nd of May. Instead, I just put it in the calendar, have it automated. So it's taking it out of my head. And um, I know I'm not going to forget because it's like, perfect. I'm going to get a little reminder when the time comes to change my water filter. But making sure you are being consistent with the changing of the water filter, just because if it goes too long, then you can actually lose all the benefits of the water filter. um, And it might just have the opposite effect. And yeah, we may as well be drinking the tap water anyway. Narelle, I like a clean, clutter-free home and benches. Yes. My business has taken over this space, but I'm gaining it back after Christmas. Amazing. That's so glad to hear. Um, And this is a really good point as well, because what can be really supportive when it comes to um, habit creation and behavior change is if we have certain areas that are for certain things. And I know with small business, it can be hard, especially depending on the type of small business you have. Um, But when it comes to just general life, let's say, um, our couch is for 
watching television or scrolling social media. Whereas our desk, if we ban ourselves and we're like, okay, no scrolling social media. If I need to go on to post something for my business or for my work, great. But this is not a no scroll zone, right? Because otherwise I associate my work area with scrolling and relaxing. Like if I start watching TV shows at my desk, then I'm kind of muddling that. And then I'm sitting at my desk and it's not like a clear thing where it's like, okay, I'm at my desk, it's work time. Okay, now I'm on the couch. Now it's TV time. So having those little zones and areas for different things um, and trying to utilize that to support the behavior as well so that you can keep things kind of more compartmentalized um, so that you're not kind of like letting those procrastination or um, relaxation things sneak into your work time and vice versa so that you're not on the couch doing your work um, when you actually could be relaxing and your body actually re just really needs to relax. So having sections of your home for different activities and tasks and things like that, that can be really beneficial and supportive too. So Katrina has Enyo products. Yep, amazing. Don't use cleaning chemicals in the home. Love that. Didn't think about what I put on your skin. Yeah, and that's okay because now, now you know, now you can continue to like um, build on that as well and you're doing so many other things so incredibly. So like I mentioned, this is all kind of like bonus and secondary to those core habits, but how exciting that now you get to kind of like experiment with different skincare and cosmetics and all of that kind of stuff. Beautiful. Yeah. And when it comes to like um, makeup brands and skincare brands and all of that kind of stuff, um, as I mentioned, Nourish Life is a really good place to look. One of the brands that I use for my makeup is Ere Perez. It's like a French brand. Um, for anyone who is in Melbourne, Terra Madre is a health food store that has like all the best stuff. Highly recommend going there. And they have like, um, it's really like well-priced as well. Um, and they have whole sections for like your skincare, for your cosmetics, for cleaning products, and many health food stores do. Um, obviously, this is just kind of like a bigger one, and I love it. It's like I, I travel like 40 minutes to go there sometimes because I'm like, yep, it's like so well-priced and like it's got so many things that I don't have to run around to multiple health food stores. So highly recommend. Shout out to Terra Marjorie for anyone in Melbourne. Um, but yeah, so like going to these kind of health food stores and having fun with it, not thinking, oh, no, now I have to rediscover all these like different brands and, oh, this is like a whole other thing to worry about. Remember, it's all bonus. So take that pressure off first up and second up, like how can you make it a little bit fun? How can you be like, awesome, well, this weekend I've got some space um, on Sunday morning and I'm actually just going to go to a few new health food stores and just have a wonder and just see what they've got on offer and see what I like and maybe test some of the things there and just enjoy the process remember the more that we can make processes enjoyable the more likely we're going to want to do it if we surround processes with stress and pressure and obligation we're just going to be like oh do we have to do that like it's going to be so much more there's going to be more resistance presence so just making it fun making it something that you get to do over time maybe it's like a cool thing where it's like as you finish each thing rather than buying the same one like the current like chemically kind of versions then you swap it over so not encouraging like wastage and things like this either like use what you've got and then okay you've just finished your laundry detergent awesome let's head out and go find a more natural laundry detergent great you've just finished your foundation cool let's find a natural foundation and let's see what vibes there so it can be really budget friendly kind of like swapping and transitioning this over to it's not like you have to do a complete overhaul and chuck everything out and then go spend hundreds of dollars buying everything 
It's totally not the case. So you choose what works best for you. Some people like being like, no, this is all going. I'm going to go just buy a whole sets of things. And other people, it's more of that slow build. I know for me, it was like over time, I kind of transitioned. um, And yeah, like it happens eventually. Like it's not like it's better if it's one way or the other. So Terra Madre, yes. Thank you, Serge, for answering that one. Um, Southeast Melbourne friends. Yes. Whole food merchants in Ferntree Gully. I second that's a hedge. That place is so great. And that's actually, I'd say almost even bigger than Terra Madre. It's like a, yeah, it's like a wonderland department store for health food. Um, yeah. So highly recommend whole food merchants as well. And there's many beautiful little health food stores as well, depending on the area you're in, depending on the state you're in even. So just like getting familiar with what's around you, Googling health food stores around me. Um, and you'll notice that like health food stores, some of them also have other things for around the house too. So when I was talking about making my home a sanctuary and adding in the diffuser, um, that could be something you're interested in. It's like, oh, essential oils. That's a great idea. I'd love to have some like lavender diffusing to calm me or some like citruses when I want to like kind of um, increase my energy and like maybe some sweet orange because that helps provoke like joy and happiness. Like whatever, there's so many different essential oils and so many different purposes. It's kind of like with herbal teas. But yeah, just like seeing maybe that's something you can start to play with and incorporate and bring in. Maybe you want some rosemary diffusing in your office because that supports with like focus and memory, whatever it is, just like going and getting little things like that as well that help you feel like you are in that sanctuary and that it's like that really nurturing environment. So health food stores have all those kinds of things too. And obviously there's many online websites where we can get all that kind of stuff, but just starting to see, okay, how is my house feeling? Like, how does my nervous system feel when I walk into my home? Do I feel really held or do I feel like, oh my God, it's such a mess. It needs a tidy or a spring clean or a declutter. Um, And that's actually leads us perfectly into today's action step, which is to just like optimize one area of your home. So it doesn't have to be a whole room. This can even just be one drawer. Maybe it's a drawer you've been avoiding. Maybe you can utilize the accountability of this container to do that like thing that you have been putting off. Because I find like when I've got this accountability, it helps me do those things that otherwise it would go months for me like avoiding and being like, I don't want to do that one. That one's a bit of a bigger job. So maybe it's a drawer, maybe it's a shelf, maybe it's like a surface. Um, Just pick one area of your house. If it is a whole room, awesome. Depends how much time you've got today, I suppose. But just like noticing one area that feels a bit like, oh, that area is like, I'm kind of been avoiding that area because I know it's going to take me a little bit of time. Um, And just start, even if you just start, if it is a bigger job and you're like, oh, I've got this area that's like, that's probably going to take me a day and I don't have the time today, just like move a few things, get started. And remember, often starting is the hardest part. And obviously we've got to work within our time constraints and like what we have the potential to do today but just seeing that even like moving a few things from that part you had been avoiding or that does need a bit of attention then it will be easier to do the same thing the next day the same thing the next day and you've kind of like started the process so it feels less overwhelming so every time you go back it's like okay yeah it's getting easier and easier and just chipping away at it but yeah if you just pick one area today and you declutter that or optimize that maybe you move some things around and make it feel really like um, nurturing, nourishing, whatever you want your home to feel like as well. Like I'm using these words because they're words that I really desire my home to make me feel and to help me feel. But maybe you want your home to help you feel a different way. So like tuning into, okay, how do I want to feel when I'm at home and how can I make my space mirror that? How can I make my space really supportive of that? 
Narelle puts lemongrass in my vacuum. That's so cool. The carpets smell amazing. Yeah, they would. Lemongrass is such a beautiful scent. I'm so curious about that. Where do you put it in or like feel free to unmute or type whichever. I just put it on the filter on the vacuum. Oh, just put a couple of drops on the filter. Yeah, every time I change it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's such a the great house idea. feels amazing when you vacuum. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really creative way to use the essential oils. And yeah, I'm I'm totally trying that next time I vacuum. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, beautiful little things like this to help your home smell great, to help make your home more inviting, um, and to reduce your chemical exposure around the house as well. This is all going to be so supportive for our health. And as I mentioned, there's many things we can do to support with that habit creation and creating those healthy habits and taking those behaviors that we desire to take to support our health. So really seeing our environment as an extension of this um, and getting it supporting us rather than creating obstacles around us. So thank you so much to those of you that are here live. Thank you to everyone watching the replay. It's been another pleasure and I look forward to joining you again tomorrow morning for, yeah, we're on the home stretch now. We've just got, is it two more days left? And then we've got our integration day after that of how to really take this forward and um, yeah, the next steps after New Year Nourished You. Thank you so much. I'll see you over in the um, Facebook group in the comments and I'll chat to you tomorrow morning. Bye for now. If you loved this episode and enjoyed this training from inside my free 10-day challenge, New Year Nourished You, remember to head to the show notes and sign up so that you have access to all of the extra goodness that is involved with being a part of the challenge. Thanks for being here and I look forward to speaking soon.